Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! All right, boys. We're here in Caveman's Corner. Ray's missing, but I got Brennan and Phil. Um, it's great to have you guys on the eve of the Buffalo Bills making the playoffs. Uh, we're already in. Now we're going to play Miami. We're going to win AFC East. But uh, you guys are looking to win on K4 on January 27th. So uh, welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Uh, we'll start with you, Brennan, because uh, we haven't had you on the podcast before. Uh, how did you get into K4? Uh, I was supposed to fight on the 17th of this month, but uh, we got off that card and we got onto this one because of Mason. So I think it'd be cool to have a few guys on the team out there on the same card. Awesome, man. And Phil, how'd you get on this card? Uh, I wanted to fight in December, but uh, I was out like a whole week for hunting. So we figured, and my teammate is fighting on this card too. So Joe figured it'd be better if we fought 27th. Awesome. So uh, Joe Taylor, you talk about glory, uh, glory, uh, glory fighter, glory veteran. Uh, really good, uh, really good camp you guys got there. And Brojo, man, Brojo's been throwing out pros forever. They, you know, come from Ultimate Athletics, come from Team Bomb Squad. Like, man, you guys got everybody. So you guys have two awesome teams. Uh, this time I'll start with you, Phil. How do you how do you see this fight playing out? I feel like he's going to try to wrestle me as much as he can. And it's going to be a matter if I can defend takedowns or not. All right. What do you think about that, Brennan? What do, what, how do you think the fight is going to play out? I'm just an old man. I'll go out there and have some fun, see what happens, see what can make happen. I like it. An old man, huh? How old are you, Brennan? Uh, it's not the age of the car. It's the miles. I'm 23 now. <laughs> 23 and you're saying you're old? Dog. Well, you know, you, you know how you know, that, that sport takes a toll on you? Yeah, I know, man. I've been uh, I've been doing it a very long time. I uh I made my pro debut at 38, so I uh I know, and then I fought to 43, so like I, I get it. Phil, um, how old are you? I'm 18. Man, so youth against a little bit less young. <laughs> Better than last time. Yeah. Better than last time. You fought old man last time. Did you smell any Bengay on him when you were in a cage with him? What's up? Did you smell any Bengay on Manuel when you were in a cage with him? I did not. Oh, all right. That, that's good. Um, did you see Phil's last fight, Brennan? Uh, briefly. Uh, we don't watch the whole thing. We just kind of watched bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. So uh, what did you think of his performance? Uh, Softy yeah. strikes. Be honest, be honest, please. I saw a few strikes. We saw a few few grappling exchanges. I mean, I think everybody poses a threat in their own way. I just – I think we both are comfortable with each other. That's why we're both taking the fight. Yeah. Um, how do you think his grappling looked? Uh, there was a lot of back and forth, uh, a lot of, lot of uh, exchanges from top and bottom, both parts. So, I think a true grappler – wouldn't probably have been on top and bottom, but hey, we'll find out. All right. And uh, Phil, did you get to see Brennan's last fight? Saw like the minute it lasted. Yeah. And, and what did you think of his last fight? 
You just took him down, choked him out. There's really not much to get from it. At heavyweight, too. So, yeah. So, uh, this fight's taking place at 185 pounds. Brendan, what do you normally walk around at? 215, 220. 215, 220. And, Phil, what do you normally walk around at? I got back from practice today. I was 185.5. 185.5. And you guys are fighting at, at 85, correct? Yep. So, uh, Phil was talking to me off air, and uh, he was a little bit worried that you're not going to make weight, Brendan. Uh, what, what are you – can you uh, assure him that you're going to make weight? Man, I hope my wrestling coach from high school is watching this. We had a we had a saying that Slater always makes weight. Yeah. I've been assuring uh, Phil that I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to make weight. Um, I've known the Brojo guys for a long time, and you guys always come in on weight, and you guys are, are prepped to fight. So um, I, I really think that's fight's going to happen. I think it's going to happen at 185, and I think you're both going to come in on weight. Obviously, I know Phil's going to come in on weight. Phil, Phil always makes weight, too. Um, a little jealous there. Yeah. Both you guys uh, have a wrestling background. Who do you guys think is the better wrestler? You can go first. All right, you can go first. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna throw like crazy accolades out there. I don't. I don't know what he did in high school. Uh, I I went. I was a two season state my senior year. Went in there, had a lot go on. Had a lot happen. Took fourth. Uh, but I mean, obviously that was five years ago, six years ago for me. This guy just came out of high school, so I think when it comes to true wrestling, he's probably got an upper hand. But as you know, jujitsu and wrestlers, there's a clash there at all times. What do you think about Phil? Uh, <laughs> Aaron, uh, I don't know. It's it's a little up and down. If I'm on on one day, on off another day, I I know I uh, I've wrestled with some of the best kids like in the country at in with just New York. Uh, my old high school kids were legit. One's going to West Point. His little brother's gonna go Big Ten. I just. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So we talk about wrestling a lot, but I mean, wrestling in a room with a singlet on is a lot different than uh, wrestling in a cage. When we add striking, the, the wrestling changes. Who do you think is going to have? Who do you think is going to be able to establish the takedowns in top position in this fight? I would as uh, the next question that I'm really interested in. Uh, this time we'll start with you, Phil. Probably him. I would assume. Uh, I didn't want to take him down or take Manuel down. Last time, but he threw the kick and it was kind of there. And then I kind of like adrenaline dumped. I was like, oh shit, I'm tired. So I just kept shooting them. That kind of compromised me. Yeah. What about you, Brennan? What do you think? What was the question again? Uh, so, wrestling, high school wrestling is a lot different than MMA. And I, I said, when we add the strikes to the wrestling, who do you think is going to be able to get top position in this fight? Uh, I mean, to me, that don't really matter. I believe in my jujitsu. I believe in what my coach teaches, you know. So, top and bottom, I feel pretty comfortable. I'm just ready to get out there and see what happens and have a good time. All right. So, the next aspect of MMA is obviously going to be the striking. And, um, Phil, you come from, like, a very established uh, fighter. Like, Joe Taylor is one of the best strikers in the world. He comes from glory kickboxing, you know made a run there he is legitimately one of the best strikers around not mm -hmm. just an area but like in the entire country uh brojo is known for their striking as well who do you think has a striking advantage coming into this one and uh i'm gonna start with you this time phil 
I didn't really see him strike a lot in his fight. Uh, I don't know. I felt I feel a lot more comfortable with my striking now than I did in October. Way way more comfortable. Uh, I also learned from you too, caveman. So uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, I would say probably me, but I haven't seen enough of this guy to know. All right, we're going to throw that question back to you, Brennan. Uh, we got to see quite a bit of Phil stand up, and uh, we definitely saw that he has a jaw. He ate that head kick like a champ. And uh, what do you, how do you think the striking is going to go? Yeah, I mean, Coach just taught me how to throw a jab yesterday, so we'll see if we can implement some stuff and have some fun. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really get to see too much of your style either. I, you don't have to tell me this if you don't want to. I know, obviously, this is, uh, you know, your opponent's right here, and it's all over the Internet and stuff, too. It's live, but uh, – do you have that like typical Brojo style where you're using your hands to set up your takedowns, or are you uh, you looking to get more of a knockout and uh, like play on the outside? Uh, I think my last fight, I don't know if you saw it, I weighed in at, I went in at 208. Yeah. Uh, that guy went in at 224. So I think striking in that fight was kind of just uh, not realistic. So mm -hmm. went out there, had some jujitsu, had some fun. But, you know, we're at 185 now. This guy's gonna hit a lot less than uh, the guy at 225 did, hopefully. But I, uh, I'm not I'm not against going out there and standing up and seeing what happens. Feel comfortable, feel confident. Mm -hmm. So, as a coach, I have a question for you. Uh, did you uh, have a lot of film on the guy that you were fighting last time? Why did you fight heavyweight, dude? Like at 200, what are you weighing at 207 or 209 or something? I think it was like 208.6. But uh, I just want to get out there. That's that's one of my, my mindset since I came into the gym. <clears throat> I just want to get out there. I just want to fight. I just want to have some fun. And uh, I wasn't having much luck finding anybody at 85 or 200 or anything catch weight. I wasn't, wasn't having much luck at all. And uh, I think it's just, you know, from the jiu-jitsu and the wrestling, my background. So got an offer at 225. And uh, my coach and I sat down and we talked about it, came up with a game plan. We went out there next to the game plan. We got a, we got a victory. And uh, I think it would be pretty cool to have a win at 225 and then come down to 85. So. Yeah. Are you looking to go down to 70 next? Absolutely. I mean, it's not like an immediate thing, but we get on to 85, see how we feel, see how we can uh, hold that weight right on 190, 195, and then 70's definitely not another pitcher in the future. All right. And then, Phil, you're, you said you're walking around 85. Are you going to, like, come on down to 70 later? Are you going to look to stay at 85 and get a little bit bigger? What's your what's your plans for the future for your weight? Uh, <coughs> and because if he just, like – there will be a – Size is disadvantage in the cage, the 27. There's no mistake about that. I'll be like 187. He'll probably be up to 195, probably, I would assume. Uh, so it all depends how, how it goes. If I feel power disadvantage, a weight disadvantage, then something to, something to consider. I mean, with your frame, dude, you'd be a giant 70-pounder. You're so tall. Eh. <laughs> He's like, that's a that's a shitty ass cut. I don't. You get down to seventy, you, you fucking old man. All right, um, <laughs> Slayer, you took my Brojo hat. Did you steal? Uh, did you steal Mason's hat? Absolutely, one hundred percent. No question about it. Mason, he said, "What are you gonna do about it?" Uh, no, I ain't saying that. He left it around though, and I ran. That's not a man to mess with, right there. Yeah, no, Mason is a, a savage, dude, a true savage. Uh, has he body locked you? Me? Oh, we had a little, we had a little competition one time, and uh, we had a little, 
legit wrestling match. But I won't tell him to tell you how bad I beat him on live. But no, he's a he's a stud. He got me. Yeah, I can't imagine. I'm like his body life got to feel like an eighty pounder. He just I think we're off the ground. That's for sure. Yeah, he throws everybody, dude. Like that kid is something special, man. <laughs> uh, so let's get back to to your guys' fight. And uh, Mason already had his podcast. Stop stealing our our, uh, our glory, Mason. Um, you're cutting quite a bit of weight. Do you think that's an advantage or a disadvantage going into this fight? I, mean, I told you I walked around at 215, 210, but, you know, I just came off the fight December 1st, been being smart, feel good. So the weight cut's not, not, not too crazy. You know, if you do it smart, I got a great coach. I got a great team. They'll be there by my side to help me out, get down there. <clears throat> you know, obviously, you know, there's a lot of science in me, like, rehydrating and stuff like that. And I got to, you know, I, I trust my team. I trust my coach. So the weight cut isn't really, like, a thing I'm worried about too often. How do you feel about this, Phil? I mean, you're fighting natural at 185. It showed that you have a good chin. Um, it's first fight, so it's hard to see how it affected your cardio. There's not really a lot of cuts. Do you think that gives you a big advantage, not cutting? Yeah, in high school wrestling, I wrestled 170, and then I, like, broke my foot in April, and then that's why I got big. So I'm not really, like, 185, like, go like an 85-er. Uh, but, I mean, I, I choose to fight this way, so – Shit happens. Yeah, like, man, neither one of you guys want to give up anything. Like, uh, a lot of guys like, ah, oh, I like to cut because I got lots of cardio and my, my chin feels better. And other guys like, I want to be the big, strong guy. And both of you guys like, ah, we'll see what happens. It doesn't make for a very good podcast, but uh, that's awesome, like, that you guys are pretty respectful. And uh, usually the guys that are super respectful, those are the fights that you really want to see because uh, they've been holding it all inside and they just push it down and push it down and push it down. And they come out and they smash each other. So, uh those are the kind of fights that are uh, pretty exciting to watch. Uh, so we talked about wrestling so far. We talked about striking. So obviously we got to get into grappling now. Uh, Brennan, I saw that you uh, you did uh, a grappling match in the cage, and uh, you won by submission. What belts are you in jiu-jitsu? And uh, tell me a little bit about your grappling. I'm a blue belt. Uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, I was stationed in Okinawa, Japan. I uh, walked into a room. Was just gonna like do some like wrestling by myself because I was straight out of high school. Saw some guys like hurting each other. Like that looks kind of fun. So got into that <clears throat> and uh, changed with a guy named Shinji Morito out in Okinawa or uh, out in Iwakuna, Japan. And he was the number one black belt in uh, Eastern Asia. So it was great to you know start my training there. I got my blue belt out there. Um, won a few tournaments and then found Zach at Brojo and uh, kind of learned how to like do MMA jujitsu, which is a whole different ball game. It's a lot different, but uh, yeah, I'll give you some stuff. I'll, I, I feel pretty confident in my jujitsu. I'm not really too worried about the ground game. I think uh, that's somewhere he's not going to want to take it. So I'm more worried about striking and seeing what happens up there. Um, so you talk about you you change your your style a little bit. I I'm a huge believer that MMA jujitsu is really different. I'm a black belt myself, and I, I think MMA jujitsu is like a lot different than the jujitsu that you would like doing a gi. Uh, obviously, you want to be on top and you want to be working more passing. And when you're on the bottom, you either you want to get to the legs or you want to get up. You don't want to be playing around any spot where you're in trouble. Um, do you think that's really changed the way you play jiu-jitsu? Yeah, there's definitely a switch that needs to be flipped when you're uh, going just like a, like a jiu-jitsu tournament or regular jiu-jitsu practice versus like MMA jiu-jitsu. Uh, I mean, that, that goes with takedowns and like no matter what you're doing, everything switches. 
Awesome. And now we're going to throw it back to you, Phil. How do you think your uh, jujitsu is for in the cage? Jujitsu only works on the mat. It doesn't work on the feet. <laughs> so uh, I've been I've been rolling around with a few different people. I've been going to your gym, game, man. Yeah. Uh, getting my ass yeah, he, he's been coming to me. He's been coming to me. He's just started uh, grappling. Uh, I don't know what, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Been really grappling. You uh, took thanks, all that time off. Thanks for telling him that. Yeah. Oh uh, well, well, man, you know. I confidence you being a black belt, and now you training with him, man. <laughs> uh, no, that's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. I I respect everybody in the sport. I respect everybody's grind in the sport. I, I ain't gonna knock nobody for that. No, dude, it's important that uh, you you get in and you get real training. In. So he's been working at JTs and he's coming to me. Hopefully, we get Armani over. Like, man, hopefully you come train after too, Brennan. If you're in town, you should jump in. I'm like, huge on uh, uh, huge on making making contacts and friends after the fight. I'm definitely yeah, dude. I, so. Like uh, that Sunday, like hopefully you guys all come in. I mean, I don't expect you guys to come in like before the fight and get all banged up, but if you guys can still come in, like make your way in Sunday. Absolutely. <laughs> Phil's got the best PJ game. My whole drawer. Every time Phil comes in, he's wearing pajamas. I don't know. Oh, my God. You still got your Christmas pajamas on? Bro, it's past the new year. Hell yeah. You got to wash those shits. Brennan, what do you think about guys that wear pajamas everywhere? My minion ones are my favorite. I got a black pair. I got a blue pair. I got no comment on that one. <laughs> so, um, Brennan, you think you're going to have the jiu-jitsu advantage? Do you agree with that, Phil, or do you? Yeah, probably, you, yes, 100%. You think so? But, but jiu-jitsu only works if you get it there. So we're going to try not to get it there. All right. Two wrestlers awesome. not going to the ground. That's an interesting uh, strategy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is working with Joe Taylor. Like, um, I don't know. Joe Taylor is like a, a real guy, man. Uh, I don't want to throw no shade his way. He's uh, he's one of the, the, the best guys around for stand-up. Um, we'll see how it plays out in the cage, though. Like, uh, you you guys have seen each other fight. Um, both got film. So uh, how do you think this fight is going to play out, Brennan? Kind of already said it's two wrestlers. Uh, I think that, you know. Obviously, he wants to stand and strike. I ain't opposed to that. We'll see what happens. But uh, I'm not. It's been a while since I've seen the MMA fight not go to the ground for at least a little bit. And then, what do you think, Phil? I'm chewing. <laughs> uh, I have something to prove to myself from the last fight. Uh, it really wasn't my nowhere near what I'm capable of. Uh, the lights got to me. Uh, I'm training with a bunch of good people, like Brett. Brett came to the gym today. I was there last or this past Friday. Uh, I just can't wait. Get in there, and I wanna, I wanna blow the roof off that place. I can't wait. Yeah, that's awesome, and that gives me an awesome opportunity to talk about uh, what K Man's Corner does. So, uh, us here at K Man's Corner, uh, me and Ray, well, really me, because like I'm the one that funds K Man's Corner. Uh, we give away $400 at the fights at least, and then every we also try to raise money to give away more. Um, we haven't really raised too much money. We've been, like, giving away the last couple shows, but we'll give away at least $400. So submission of the night is going to get $100. Um, fight of the night, both participants in fight of the night is going to get $100. 
and knockout of the night is going to get $100. So uh, that's from K-Man's Corner. That's not from K4. So uh, everyone that comes on this podcast is eligible to uh, to win that bonus. And um, we're trying to, to help you guys out and make sure that, uh, you know, you can get a couple bucks for at least coming out and fighting for K4. And it's uh, something I want to do. K4 brings me in to commentate, so I want to give something back to them. I, I appreciate them a lot. And uh, it's a good opportunity for me and Ray to get on the mic. I respect that. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, uh, Brennan, you trying to get a knock on the night, KO of the night, or a submission of the night, or fight of the night? Man, money's money. I ain't going to complain about none of that. What about you, Phil? What are you looking for? Fight of the night. Fight of the night? Man, it's got to go all three rounds to be fight of the night. So, uh, if they could, if you guys go three rounds, I can imagine being a fight of the night because that means it's probably on the feet a lot. Probably a lot of good exchanges, some great wrestling. Man, if you guys can go three rounds, I can't. I don't predict this one going three rounds either way, like no matter which one of you guys wins. like I don't either. Yeah, I, if it goes three rounds, it's going to be a, a really, really great fight, I think. So uh, what is your prediction for the fight, Brennan? And I think Phil's already spoken his cardio and how it looked in his last fight. So uh, I've been working on it. I've been running, I promise. <laughs> I respect that. Back that, but hey, well, like he said, he don't think it's gonna go three rounds. I mean, I think that means it goes to the ground at some point, but uh, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a good fight. I'm excited, I really am excited. Uh, I just want to go out there and have some fun, you know, make some friends, have some fun. Man, that's the worst prediction ever. Make some friends, have some fun. Hey, oh man, it should be like ah, uh, second round submission or like uh, third round KO. You're like, make some friends, have some fun. Hey, what yes. about you, Phil? What's your what's your prediction for the fight? Uh, stoppage of some sort. Uh, KO submission. Who knows? KO. Yeah, I mean, coach just told me not to a jab. So it's, it's nasty after one day of training it. We got to see. Yeah, what? One day of training your jab. <laughs> yeah. I've been practicing my soccer kick. <laughs> like shooting for a takedown, bang. So, oh shit. If that, that, if that happened, that's that's KO of the night. That changes everything. I got a big head. That's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, my head's not that big. so <clears throat> It will be a seven. I do have to say one thing about Phil. I've seen Phil spar a couple of times. He's pretty good at targeting the groin area. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. That's not my fault. <laughs> I would definitely wear a cup, Brennan. Right? Make sure you have a cup on. <laughs> hey, he's tall. I got some teeth in my own. So we'll see what happens. Oh, I Hopefully love the record watching this. What did you say? Phil? I missed that. I said I love teeps. I've been working on my teeps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tease you about your nut shot. I'm going to tease care. you on a broadcast about it, too. Like, stop kicking my guys in the balls. Yeah, I've been kicking a lot of elbows lately. So that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the guys he kicks in the balls. I can't figure that one. Yeah. Um, I didn't get Brett today. No, you didn't get Brett today. Brett, uh, Brett's not going to stand around and let you kick him in the balls. No, he's he, not. He, he kind of scares me. Yeah. Brett's a little bit of a scary guy. He um, trains Brett, intense, though. What's that? Like, that was my – that was probably my best day in Muay Thai today. Yeah? He, like, he's just intense. Like, he'll just be hitting me in the middle of drills. Uh, just crazy shit. It gets me going. I love it. Good. What is your future in the sport, Brendan? What are you looking to do in MMA? 
Uh, I mean, I'd love to see where it can take me, you know. Obviously, if you take it serious enough and you do what you got to do to be the best in any sport, you can go in a lot of places. So, had a fight in uh, December 1st, got one January 27th. Uh, Going to hopefully fight on February 17th for, uh, <clears throat> what's that promotion? Matt Phillips, Gladius. So, mm-hmm. hopefully we can keep the fights coming. We can keep the weight down. We can keep on getting the wins. Awesome, man. Are you looking to turn pro and make a career out of it or just looking to see what you can do? I put my future in my coach's hands. So whenever he thinks I'm ready and he thinks I'm ready for that jump, I'm going to fully uh, trust him and support that and uh, go pro. But until he thinks I'm ready, I'm just going to keep on putting my faith in him and see where he can take me. All right. That's awesome, man. You guys are like programmed to say all the right things. Uh, does this uh, your coach you behind you like a gun or something? You're like, you better say the right shit, man. Like, Nah, it's just easy when it's a family, man. Bro, it's truly a family, and I love all the guys there. I trust all the guys there, and, you know, it's really just like a uh, family's the best word for it, you know? We all want yeah. to be the best. We all want to see what we can do with the sport. Man, I like, I like the way you guys uh, sound. Phil, same question to you. What are you looking to do in the sport? I mean, you're a young-ass kid. you got a big future in front of you. Uh, you're looking to turn pro. What What's the future for you in MMA? Yeah, that'll probably be a little bit. Um I just want to fight. I want to be as active as possible, barring no injury. So uh, we're going to get through this one, and we'll see. All right, sounds good. I mean, K4's got a lot of shows coming up, so uh, hopefully we can keep booking you guys, man. I can uh, I put a word in with Keith that there's a lot, a lot of fights coming up this this uh, this season. I think we got six fights this year, so uh, uh, K4's really ramping up. Uh, we're going to have pro. We got pro, pro tie fights on this card, and – Go kickboxing fight. So, like, you can go from amateurs all the way up through the pros here. And, uh, man, K4 is the best. January 27th is the date. Uh, we're, what, three weeks out now? So, um, man, time's, time's cracking. Uh, also, uh, if you're watching this, uh, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, you can just go to NK Man's Corner, go over there right now and like and subscribe. But that helps me out. To help the fighters out, when you buy your tickets, make sure you put in uh, K4 Slater for uh, Brendan. So if you put in K4 S-L-A-T-E-R, no space, you'll get credit for all the tickets that he sells. So uh, that helps him fight. And uh, same thing for Phil. So for Phil, it would be K4 uh, P-I-R-I-N-E-L-L-I. You got it. Ah, I got it. How about that for spelling, dog? I passed the spelling test. So uh, that will give him credit for the tickets, and I'm sure uh, Phil needs it because he's a poor kid and uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. I wish I could go to the tournament. I got a tournament for kids. I coach wrestling all day. So what, Pat? I coach wrestling all day, and then I go to the fights, man. Like, you can do it. You can make it happen. I know you're a PA, but it's not that far away. And then I'll give one of these guys some ticket sales. Uh, they'll, de- they'll definitely appreciate it. Um, part of being a fighter is selling tickets, man, and uh, – you got to put on exciting fights, and then the amateur levels got to sell tickets. So, uh, like, you can keep getting on cards. So, uh, hopefully, we can help these guys out. Uh, Brennan, do you have uh, any sponsors or anyone to uh, thank for this fight? Uh, Brojo, definitely, definitely 100% Brojo. Uh, <clears throat> if Shinji's watching this from Japan, definitely Shinji. He's the one that taught me, you know, the beginning stages of Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, Shinji, Brojo, and uh, BCMA, Tandem McCroy. He was a great coach when I was out there. So, a lot of respect to those guys. The Barcat, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, I, tr- I used to train with him. I, uh, when he took his crew test, I was there. 
Yeah, like he's an awesome guy. Tanner McCoy is a, a cool guy. Great um, guy. Yeah. Phil, uh, same question to you. You got any sponsors or anyone to thank? I got no sponsors, but uh, Joe, Joe Taylor. He's fighting February 23rd. Everyone watch this. Go buy your tickets. LFA, Legacy Fighting Alliance. That's going to be at the casino. Uh, make sure you guys uh, hook up Joe Taylor as well. Uh, UK, man, for all the all the work. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I couldn't say thank you to you because you're training with my opponent. So well, You can say thank you after the fight, man. Like, I love you guys. I love you guys. Uh, after the fight, that's the deal. It depends on how yeah. it goes. I love it. <laughs> no matter what, dude, like doesn't matter. Then you can hate him, but don't hate me. Like, uh, uh, he's I'll not cornering me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not cornering. I'll be. Uh, I'll be you on make the mic. Sure you, you got a handshake. That's a word. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not like. Uh, I'm. I only coach Phil a couple times a week, maybe at the most. Uh, but uh, hopefully, he gets in more, and uh, like we can. Both you guys, man. I, li I like to work with everybody, dude. There's nobody I don't like. Uh, I saw Phil fight last time. I was like, "Yo, you should come up," and uh, he came up. And I'll say I live like I years. live like three minutes down the road too, which helps. Yeah, that that does help quite a I bit, don't right? Like, way. Yeah, uh, and uh, man, like you come in and uh, you wear your pajamas and you look silly, but uh, we're we're glad to have you. Uh, I, don't have a I wore pajamas for the fight. My last fight, I wore pajamas. Yeah, uh, I probably won't, I probably won't do it again. Thank you. All right, man. We uh, we appreciate you guys uh, having you on the podcast. I know it's a short one, but the Bills are playing tonight, and uh, we will have no viewership once the the Bills game starts. So, uh, any last words for your opponent, Brendan? Wish you the best of luck, man. Appreciate you taking the fight. Uh, it's it's so cool. weird. He looks and sounds like Justin Gaethje, bro. It's it's throwing me off. He looks and sounds like him. I think Still. he's a little bigger than Gaethje. Gaethje's, uh, Gaethje probably walks around like 15, 20 pounds lighter. You're telling me he doesn't look like him? A little bit. Never he's not dirty enough to look like Gaethje. Is he dirty enough? No, nerdy. Nerdy. Nerdy, nerdy enough. Oh, he looks too cool glasses. to be like Gaethje. I'll get some glasses next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some glasses on and uh, like a little bit like uh, almost like a uh, button-up shirt and then you could be like Gaethje. Gosh, you're my best. Yeah, get some golf in, some golf clubs in the background. You golf too. Let me see what happens. What was that, Phil? You a golfer, Brennan? Do I golf? You golf? I'm five foot nine and fat, dude. We don't golf. <laughs> Do you golf, Phil? I love it. I play oh, man. the summer. I play like three times a week. Damn, you're crazy. I play frisbee golf. Did you play what? I play frisbee golf. Frisbee golf? Yeah, dude, I have a serious addiction to frisbee golf. Like, it's bad. Try throwing a frisbee one time. Never again. You just throw people, right? Got the Mason Lewis right. people throwing. Unless it is Lewis, then I ain't throwing nobody. <laughs> All right, I got one more question. So, uh, who do you guys think wins uh, Mason Lewis versus uh, Aaron Klein? I know who you're going to say, Brendan, but what do you think? Me? Yeah. I mean, I put money on Mason, that's for sure. Yeah, I watched the interview. Sure. That was a good interview. Uh, I mean, you guys are brown belt in jiu-jitsu. We all know that. But uh, a dog's a dog, man. I got Mason all the way. Yeah. And then what do you think, uh, Phil? 
I hope someone gets thrown. I hope someone gets knocked out. I think that double knockout. Double knockout? Man. I told them, guys, if they win, if they get double knockout, I'll give them knockout at night and fight at night. Uh, because I really I've never – I don't – I haven't spoken to Mason or Aaron ever, so I don't feel like – I don't want to be a dick. Yeah. This, this. I just talk shit, man. Like, I – that's why I like I have the open gym so you guys can come punch me in the face later. So I like to uh <laughs> You were you were you were beating my ass with one hand yesterday. I did. I <laughs> I did beat you up with one hand yesterday. <laughs> nah, that that's crazy. I can't throw it, dude. I gotta keep it glued to my oh, face. You man. Like, like it felt like you were running at me, but you were just walking the whole time. We just we probably did like four times just around <laughs> of you just just punching me in the face. Yeah. I was uh that was the first time back in a while. Ray, where you been, man? Why are you missing this interview? Yeah, I wanted to talk to Ray. Kind of disappointed. I remember the one I just when I was weighing in in October, I just remember walking past Ray and I he's like, Wow. He's he said something. He was like, That's a big he's like he was surprised how big I was. Yeah. You're a tall tall kid, man. It's gonna be uh it'll be hard to get in on you to get you down. Um I think that's the like I was most surprised about how tall you are. Uh, really? When I saw you at 85, you're so tall for 85. And uh, Brennan, you look thick. So, like, it's an exciting matchup. Like, the stylistic difference and, uh, like, what you're both trying to do. Like, I, I think this is a really good fight for K4. I mean, like, I'm paid to say that. But uh, I'm actually excited to see this fight, too. Um, like, I, I, it's easy for me to hype the fights because I'm excited to see all you guys fight. And, Honestly, I, I hope everyone does well. You know, it's hard for me because I like pretty much everyone. There's only a few people I don't like, like the 765 guys. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Well, not really, but I really don't hate you guys. So, uh. <laughs> no, so I remember uh, we were talking about the gym to ask you if people have talked shit on this podcast before, and you said them. So I before, while I was playing Warzone, I was listening to the, the Skyler and the, the Josh podcast. It was just so gay. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little bit. I really like the podcast like this where everyone's respectful and uh, we, we say what we got to say. And, like, we're going to go in a cage and tell us. So, you know, like, we don't need to talk a lot of shit. And uh, I pre- appreciate both of you guys for coming on. And uh, I'll let you guys get out of here. Thank you so much. And we will see you January 27th. Remember, uh, buy the, the tickets. If you book K4 and the fighter's last name, they are going to get credit for the ticket sales. So, like, help these guys out, man. If you're going to buy tickets, like, give some money to the fighters because um, – they're, they're the ones putting on the show, and, and they really deserve it. And, uh, like, uh, we really want to see it. Skyler talks shit but can't show up. He did show up. He took his beat like a man. That's not true. He, uh, he just tapped out early because he's mounted. Um, thank you guys so much. And uh, I will see you guys fight night. I won't see you at the Wands, but I'll see you guys fight night. And hopefully I see you before that, Phil. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, Thanks, so I'll try not to beat you up. Uh, Go Bills. Go Bills. All right, let's Peace go. Out. Bills Bills in Miami tonight. Let's get in. The weight is going to be 185 pounds. Pat. All right. Uh, and we are out, guys. Peace out. Awesome.